0: Well, hello and welcome to the Jazz Focus. My name is John Clark. Very happy to be with you today. We are exploring the highways and byways of classic jazz, recordings of uh, all kinds of jazz styles. uh, Hope you're enjoying these programs. Today we're going to be listening to a solo piano player doing uh, quite a range of repertoire in the stride piano style. Stride piano was a Style of piano playing that evolved from ragtime and blues and so forth. It was starting to come together in the very late 1910s in New York, but it was common on the Upper East Coast, I guess you'd have to say. We think of players like James P. Johnson and Fats Waller and uh, Willie the Lion Smith as being the great denizens of the stride school, and indeed they were. But today we're going to be listening to someone who doesn't get the press, uh, although he was very well regarded as a, a classic stride piano player. He spent most of his later career in Europe, uh, so he wasn't terribly well known over here, and I am speaking of a fellow named Joe Turner. Joe Turner was born in 1907 in Baltimore. Uh he was obviously a an East Coast fellow as was James P. Johnson and uh, uh Fats Waller and uh, UB Blake who was a not really a stride player but was a, an influence on the stride school. He was from Baltimore as well, generation before uh Joe Turner. And Turner became known as a, a, a as a very effective stride piano player by the 1920s. In the late 1920s, he was touring with the singer Adelaide Hall, actually about 1930. Uh, Adelaide Hall had recorded with Duke Ellington in the late 20s, and she was touring the Black Vaudeville Circuit with a two-piano team. Uh, In this case, Joe Turner, and uh, there were several other piano players, one of whom was Art Tatum, when they made it uh, out to Art Tatum's uh, uh, home in... um in Toledo. And uh, Turner said that he he, uh, got a great deal of influence from Art Tatum, but also Art Tatum probably got a great deal of influence from Joe Turner. They traded arrangements back and forth. The recordings that Tatum did of Liza very early in his career were apparently based on uh, an arrangement that Turner evolved. And both of them shared arranging credits, if you will, for T for Two. We're going to be hearing Joe Turner's version of that coming up. So we're going to be listening to uh, the fruits of a couple of recording sessions that he did in Zurich, Switzerland in 1960. As I said, he moved to uh, Europe right after World War II, and he lived a good chunk of the rest of his life in Paris. He lived a good long life, living until 1990. Uh, I think occasionally he'd come back to the United States, but he uh, generally made his living as a club pianist over there. Uh, we're going to be hearing most of today's program from a live date that he did at the Café Africana in Zurich on December 6th of 1960. And then towards the end of the program, we're going to hear uh, some shorter studio performances as well, also done in Zurich in 1960. So we're going to start out with the showpiece of showpieces for stride pianos, pianists. This was James P. Johnson's Carolina Shout, and this is a very... Um, effective and and idiosyncratic version of this tune done by joe turner then we're going to go on to the classic stormy monday blues we get to hear a little of joe turner's singing he was a good entertainer as well as pianist and he threw in vocals occasionally as well then another uh, more sophisticated pop tune from about 1929 vincent human's i know that you know which stride pianists have always liked very much Then a tune called That Sunday Gal of Mine. Uh, This is listed as unknown for composer credit, and I'm not sure who wrote it. I don't think it was Joe Turner, um, but could have been, I suppose. This was recorded by some other groups as well. Then we're going to finish up that set with Twistin' the Cat's Tale, a tune by Errol Garner, of all people. And uh, in the notes to the CDs that came from LPs for these uh, different... uh, uh, recording sessions, stride by stride, and still striding along. Turner talked about a lot of different pianists, and he had very high regard for Errol Garner. Errol Garner was certainly not a stride piano player, but Turner said he was a uh, one of one of the top rhythmic piano players of the day. So those are our tunes for our first set: Joe Turner and his piano, Carolina Shout, Stormy Monday Blues, I Know That You Know, That Sunday Galamine, and Twistin' the Cat's Tail. <laughs>
1: Thank oh. oh. your water until you're Now I'm one of the family But Why am I telling you We were shy When we said goodbye But then We had met But what worries me Is my family tree For she's one of the social set Listen to me She's the lovely She's my turtle dove. All the time That Sunday girl of mine Met a Sunday Kissed Monday Tuesday and Wednesday You should have been there Thursday and Friday Because she's one of the social set.
0: So there we have Joe Turner playing stride piano and singing for a, an appreciative audience, obviously, at the Café Africana in Zurich, Switzerland on December 6th of 1960. We started out with the Carolina Shout. As I said, that's kind of the showpiece of showpieces for stride pianists. James P. Johnson composed that in the late 1910s. He did uh, some, uh, at least one piano roll and a couple of early jazz recordings from about 1921 or so of that piece. And... Uh, Players as, as, as different as Count Basie and Duke Ellington remembered trying to master that uh, when they were younger uh, before they got out into the professional circuit. Then we went to Stormy Monday Blues, a good classic blues featuring nice vocal by Joe Turner, who will never be mistaken for his namesake, Big Joe Turner, uh, the blues singer. That's uh, something to consider. This Joe Turner was not Big Joe Turner, despite the fact that uh, some LPs have been released in the past under that name. Big Joe Turner was the Kansas City Blues shouter, uh, who was a marvelous uh, person that we have done several podcasts and shows on in the past. Then after Stormy Monday, we went to I Know That You Know, a very fleet tune by Vincent Eumanns uh, that, as I said, many stride piano players featured themselves on at different times, and this was a good showpiece for Turner. Then that Sunday gal of mine, not sure who wrote it, but an interesting uh, performance featuring some of the elements of uh, showmanship that stride pianists were expected to have, especially during the 1920s and 30s when they were playing for rent parties and uh, doing a lot of different functions. Of course, Fats Waller was the king of that type of performance, Playing, but Joe Turner had uh, some very good uh, potential as, as a comedian and an entertainer as well. And we finished up with "Twist in the Cat's Tail," a tune by Earl Garner, um, done an up in stride piano clothes here. Uh, again, Joe Turner was a big Errol Garner fan. So now we're going to go into another set of the same uh, date from December 6th of 1960, and uh, we're going to start out with a Rudolf Frimmel tune called The Song of the Vagabond. This was uh, uh, from an operetta uh, from, I believe, the early 1900s, and... uh, Turner, in common with Art Tatum, uh, liked to mine that uh, type of repertoire and uh, take tunes that were very much outside of uh, American pop songbook or blues or or jazz tunes and and see what they could do with them. Tatum, of course, had wonderful recordings of the Carrie Dance, which Joe Turner did as well, and other tunes of that ilk, and this is uh, sort of in that tradition. Then we're going to go on to a tune that was composed by James P. Johnson called Willow Tree, and this uh, goes back to about 1927. Uh, he recorded that with uh, Fats Waller in a piano and organ version, also featuring Jabbo Smith and Garvin Bushell. Then a Joe Turner original called Harry Numa. Uh, I don't know who Harry Numa was. I'm sure there's a story that goes along with this. I don't know what it is, though, but a good piano feature regardless. And then to a more sophisticated pop tune, Yesterday's, done by or composed by Jerome Kern, uh, showing some of the harmonic sophistication that uh, Turner uh, was known to display uh, in his club dates as well as in his recordings. Then we're going to finish up with uh, his ever evolving arrangement of "T for Two, featuring some interesting chromatic substitutions that Art Tatum also used. And who did them first? We don't know, but uh, both of them, Tatum and Turner, did similar arrangements of this, uh, Vincent Newman's T for Two, including the verse. So that's our set coming up. Song of the Vagabond, Willow Tree, Harry Numa, Yesterday's, and T for Two, all done live by Joe Turner. Thank you. Excellent stride piano playing by Joe Turner. As I said, he was uh, in Europe for a good chunk of his career. He had recorded with Adelaide Hall uh, in about 1930. He had toured and recorded a little bit with Louis Armstrong's big band around the same time, recorded for Victor. Uh, He recorded in the middle 1930s with uh, Clarinetist Albert Nicholas and trumpet player Freddie Jenkins in the Taproom Gang for Victor. Uh, We've included those sides on previous podcasts and shows. Well worth digging up if you haven't heard those. And then when he went to Europe, he did some solo piano in the 30s and also recorded with Andre Ekian and some of the other great European jazz stars as well. But by the 40s, he was known really as a solo pianist. He came back to America and then turned around and went right back to Europe again after World War II and uh, uh, made his living, and I guess a reasonable one, uh, just doing solo club appearances and entertaining as a stride pianist. So we started out with the Song of the Vagabond, that Rudolf Frimmel tune which... Would seem to defy jazz uh, association, but here it's turned into a real romp, uh, an up-tempo stride showcase by Turner. And then, uh, on the other side of the coin, the next tune, Willow Tree, Weep For Me, the James P. Johnson tune. Very reflective and bluesy, yet very melodic as well. Then came Harry Numa, that tune I don't know anything about, although it was composed by uh, Joe Turner, good stride piano uh, feature as well. Then back down to Yesterday's, the Jerome Kern tune, which has been a favorite of jazz players of all schools uh, since that was written. And then the very evolved, very sophisticated arrangement of T for two, using the verse, uh, some interesting harmonic substitutions on the chorus, and uh, some very Art Tatum-like uh, runs and, and interpretations. Although, as I said, it may have gone the other way. Art Tatum may have gotten a lot of his interpretation of this tune from Joe Turner. That's how, uh, what kind of high regard other piano players had for Turner at the time. So we're going to do one more set, and uh, the first four tunes of this set are going to be taken from a studio date, also done in Zurich in 1960. Don't know exactly the time frame, presumably a little before December 6th, but who knows. And then the last tune will be from that December 6th live date at the Café Africana. So we're going to start out with Isham Jones tune, the one I love belongs to somebody else. a uh, Very popular tune in the twenties uh, for singers and dance bands and so forth. Then much more modern tune from the forties, too marvelous for words, uh, with uh, lyrics by Johnny Mercer and music by Richard Whiting. Then Anne Ronell's tune from the thirties, Willow Weep for Me, as opposed to Willow Tree. Both tunes similar in in, in mood, but very different in style. Then we're going to hear the Irving Berlin tune, Always, originally a waltz. This was composed, believe it or not, for the Marx Brothers film, The Coconuts. Actually, I think it was done for their Broadway show, and it was cut. Uh, Maybe from the show, but definitely from the movie. Uh, And Berlin said that was the only show he ever did that didn't have a hit song. And if Always had been in it, well, he wouldn't have been able to say that. Then we're going to finish up with that live version of Begin the Begin, and that's been a uh, showpiece for piano players, uh, really, since Cole Porter composed it. Uh, Eddie Haywood had a marvelous version of that, where he got a bass line, kind of a funky bass line going at the beginning. Art Tatum copied that as well, and we're going to hear Joe Turner's take on that right now. So these are our remaining tunes for Joe Turner, stride by stride, as the album said. The One I Love Belongs to Somebody Else, Too Marvelous for Words, Willow Weep for Me?, Always and begin the begin. turner stride piano master recording in zurich switzerland in 1960 started out with a studio date sometime in 1960 the one i love belongs to somebody else by asham jones and then uh, too Marvelous for Words, the Johnny Mercer and Richard Whiting tune, leading into Willow Weep for Me, a lovely blues performance, uh, bluesy performance of that Anne Rinald song. And then a, uh, an inventive arrangement of Always, going from kind of rubato into rhythm and uh, really bring out the melodic qualities of that song, before we ended up with a live version from December 6th at the Café Africana of Begin the Begin. nice take on Cole Porter's tune. So we've heard a very wide range of tunes, from stride piano showpieces, to early types of blues, to very sophisticated pop songs, and a lot of things in between, including uh, at least uh, one Joe Turner original today. He was a very uh, accomplished stride pianist, as I think you'll agree, and uh, probably hasn't received his due, largely because he was so far out of the mainstream of uh, American pop music uh, innovations in the 1930s and 40s, and then after going to to Paris as well. So I hope you've enjoyed this program. My name is John Clark, and you've been listening to The Jazz Focus. And if you'd like to sponsor us, we would love to have you as a member of the family and take a look at that browser and see uh, what you'd like to do. If you'd like to be a sustaining member or occasional member or whatever you'd like, we'd love to hear from you as well. And uh, any ideas on future programs, check me out on Wolverine Jazz Band on Facebook and Instagram and wolverinejazzband.net. So thank you very much, and I'll see you on the other side.